0: The Sex and Spirituality Podcast is a show where we have real, deep, mystical conversations about everything from love, dating, and sexuality to mental health, trauma, spirituality, metaphysics, healing, and all things new age and woo-woo. I am your host, Lauren Coletti, a feminist poet and graduate student pursuing my doctorate in clinical psychology with a focus on systemic sex therapy. As a domestic violence and sexual abuse survivor, I hope these vulnerable conversations will inspire you to take an introspective look at yourself to help you better your life and the people around you. Yeah, and then that kind of puts me at like a crossroads because I have... All this time and if i wasn't with nick i would be starting a doctoral program which is like this is like stressing me the fuck out because there's this really good program in virginia that's a three-year doctoral program and you have the opportunity to get licensed as a clinical psychologist with your lmft marriage family therapy and it's a three-year program, and I would really want to do that program so bad. Uh-huh. But the whole thing with moving down to Florida with Nick is I'd have to wait an entire another year and then yeah. start a program in 2022 in Florida. But I'm like, what if we break up and this doesn't even work out? Then I just wasted a whole another year not doing anything. So it's just causing me a lot of anxiety. Uh-huh. Because if I wasn't working it would be fine if I was in school still, you know, doing my doc my doctorate program. You can't work and do that. Of course. It's just like one big clusterfuck.
1: <laughs> Wait, so then I have to ask though, why why do you why would you think that you and Nick would break up? You know, like is this something that I I don't know, like I'm thinking if you were thinking of moving down to Florida with someone. Why are you thinking about breaking up if that is an option?
0: I just feel like the foundation is not steady in which our relationship mm-hmm. lies on because of me. And I just am really questioning it because I'm like, if I am so unsure and so uncertain about if I want to be in a relationship 50% of the time. huh then maybe I'm just having a hard time differentiating between knowing if someone is just not the right fit for you or if it's just your self-sabotage coming in and trying to destroy the relationship. I don't, I don't know how to tell the difference and Uh I'm just getting really tired. It's been like eight months of this back and forth, back and forth. So I, I mean, Nick keeps telling me like, you just have to try and it's like, I'm fucking trying. I'm in therapy. We go to couples therapy. Like, what what else can I do? Like, I don't know what else to do. Uh-huh.
1: So. I mean, I do think that if you weren't to be with Nick, you know, I mean, you, you've, you'll, of course, find somebody else. Um, if you decided to. You know, that's completely your choice if you decided you wanted to date. However when that time comes, it would be almost impossible to say if this person would be good for you or not. You know, like, I honestly, I think it really depends on how you want to be treated. If you want to be treated differently, then yeah, I think you'll continue having these thoughts with Nick, you know, because he's not treating you maybe, I guess, the way that you've been treated, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that might be the issue. But I know that if I stopped dating Nick, I could easily find another narcissist, but I don't want that. So I would not date anyone, at least a man. I would not date men anymore <laughs> just because I'm mortified. But I don't know if that's the issue, if that is just uncomfortable because he's so healthy or if it's really just not a good fit. Like, I don't... And it might not
1: be, you know? I mean, it... it, it- it really might not be, you know, I feel like it very well could be much bigger than how you perceive it, you know, like that this person could very well like be treating you a certain way and, but the truth of the matter is it actually might not be a good fit, you know, and if that's what your gut is telling you then you know, it's a hard pill to swallow.
0: Yeah, I just don't know because 50% of the time I'm not sexually attracted to him. Not that I don't find him physically attracted. It's just like I see him as a brother or someone Uh that like a a male best friend. And in our couples therapy session on Sunday, she was like, well, you just have to make a date night or something. Uh But I don't again, like I don't know if it's putting a bandaid over a bullet wound, just like these small little fixes can really only last so long.
1: That's true until you feel exactly how you feel. You know, if you are continuing feeling like this, I don't think it's a feeling you should ignore, you know, because it's, you have tried a lot of things, you know, and you have gone out of your way, like, and, and, you know, I would never advise you to do anything, but I think you might want to listen to what your gut is actually telling you.
0: I have a really hard time, like, trusting myself. And listening to my intuition. I don't know if it's my gut or if it's anxiety. It's, like, really hard for me to... Anxiety. Just like... Why? Just, like, a trauma response. You know, like, I don't know if it's... If it's really my instincts or if it's just my PTSD. Like, because they kind of feel the same to me. And Mm -hmm. then it's really easy for me to invalidate myself and be like, oh you're just being too sensitive or you're just over-exaggerating or being too dramatic. So I think I kind of shut off my inner wisdom because I just haven't trusted it for so long. But what if you're right? What if it's right? I don't really want to be right in this instance.
1: So you much rather stay in a relationship in which you have to question half of the time than trusting something that might potentially bring some type of happiness into your life. That's like the catch 22 though,
0: because like, I am happy with Nick. Like I don't have any other half friends. Half of the time. Half right? of the like, time. Just... <laughs> He's my best friend. And if I lose him, then I lose the only person I have. I don't have anyone else. And... It just sucks. Like the my last boyfriend was my best friend even though I hated him half the time. <laughs> he was a douchebag. <laughs> but when we broke up, I just had no one. And then I just resorted to like drinking all the time and I was on like a sugar daddy website and I was just like all over the place like
1: complete mm-hmm.
0: nuts. So I really don't want what to What were you that looking day.
1: for when you were single? Just someone to like go out
0: and hook up with gotcha that's why it was just so random meeting Nick because I really didn't want a boyfriend
1: right I was literally you like took the words out of my brain because I was just going to say that and I was going to say that you know for whatever reason you and Nick didn't work out and then somebody else comes around and you don't want to date them but then they're persistent and they want to and you know sort of the same thing happens again I mean Lauren you're going to be in the same predicament again.
0: I know it's interesting because I think I've told you this, but Nick was very persistent about a relationship. And I just said yes, because I wanted him to stop asking me, which I don't regret saying yes. But like my relationship before him, my boyfriend was a compulsive liar and he told me he was going into the Navy. So I just figured, okay, I'd have like a hookup buddy over the summer. Then, like, Uh October rolls around. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm not going to the Navy. Because I thought I'd get rid of him in October. I'm like, all right, he's gone. Like, bye-bye. He's like, but I really want to be in a relationship with you. And I did not want to date him. But I said yes out of guilt or obligation or just feeling bad. And then we were in a relationship for two years. And I was so unhappy in that relationship the entire time. So I think it's, like, this pattern – that I get myself into. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, you're so aware of this pattern as well, you know, because it honestly has played out just from what you've told me, you know, you obviously know a lot more detail about yourself and about all this than I do, but from what I can see, it's such a familiar pattern, you know And I mean? What I mean? Like who's to say that it won't happen again.
0: Yeah. You know, like, what if it
1: happens with Nick where you, you know, might not be miserable all the time as you were with your last boyfriend, but you're happy half of the time, you know, and two years later, I mean, you're in Florida and, and then what? You know, you're at your wit's end and you, are obligated to stay because Nick is the only person you know in Florida?
0: Well, I feel like half the time is better than my past. Like I was only happy
1: maybe like 10%. I I would say that. No, definitely. But there's also the other half is unhappy and questioning. You know, and that's the half that does concern me.
0: Yeah, but it's like Nick doesn't do anything to make me unhappy. I feel like it's the opposite. Like, I didn't tell you this, but about a week and a half ago, so when I was going through, like, the dark night of the soul over the summer, I used to sell pictures of myself to this guy on Instagram or Snapchat, like these people online, like naked pictures in case you didn't catch on. (laughs) So... I stopped doing that when I started dating Nick. And then the guy hit me up through DM and was like, hey, like, can I have a video or something? And I didn't send it to him, but I was like, I'm in a relationship. Let me ask my boyfriend if he's okay with it. So I told Nick and Nick got so upset over it because he's like, why why did you even answer him? Like, why are you asking me this? Like, obviously not, that's cheating. And I just felt, like, complete shit about myself because I'm the one that's making the drama. Like, he didn't do anything wrong. It's all... That's what, like, makes me so unhappy in this relationship is that I feel like I'm the bad guy, like, all the time. I'm the one being toxic or abusive or manipulative. And, like, that's why sometimes I just want to end the relationship so I don't feel like such a dick. Uh Uh-huh.
1: So um then... why haven't you?
0: Because he's so good. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's so nice. He can be nice, you know? I mean, that's not, it's not taking anything away from him. He will still be the same person. He, he, well, I mean, I don't know about that, actually. I might want to take those words back, that he might be the same person when you end it, you know? Um, because I feel like love is a weird way of changing people. Um, so maybe I shouldn't say that because I actually don't know if he would be the same person. But what if he's a better fit with somebody else?
0: Yeah, he probably would be someone else that's a lot healthier and like wants what he wants. But what if you're a better fit with
1: somebody else as well?
0: No, I don't. I think that Nick is like definitely the best that I can do. Like, I think that if we were to break up, no one would ever be nice to me again. And it that's something he said the other day, because my ex-boyfriend from like 2016 would always tell me that after our relationship, like I would never be happy again. I'd never be able to, no one would ever be in love with me again. No one would put up with me. And I feel like that's a hundred percent true. <laughs> So I feel like if it's not Nick, then it's just, like, I'm alone forever.
1: it wasn't true, though. Right? No, it's true. (laughs) I mean, here, Nick rolls around being persistent as fuck. (laughs) You know, I mean, that right there tells me that it's not true, that you were capable of it, that you are capable of it. Yeah, I guess, in a way. There's, like, this one thing that really just didn't – I mean, this was evidence that didn't support what you thought of yourself and what this ex thought of you as well.
0: Well, I think that what he said is true, that, like, I don't have the ability to love in the way that I did. Cause if I wasn't damaged, then I would just be really happy with Nick.
1: Oh. So, so you think it's because of your, and solely sl- your up, your upbringing background, the things that you've been through, that you and Nick are in a good fit.
0: I think so. Cause why else wouldn't it be? Like, everything about him is perfectly fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. I mean, sure, yeah, definitely. Um, but then, you know, there's other things that just don't work with you, you know?
0: I don't know. It's just all so confusing. <laughs> we, we just ha-
1: we have to visit these other avenues, you know what I mean? Because I don't believe that all of everything that's ever happened has only led to one option for you. Cause I, I, I just, I feel like things have happened differently for you, you know, and, and Nick would be an example that this person wanted to treat you nicely, you know, and that you're capable of actually being able to put, that, put up with this person, you know, and, and be treated the way that you should be treated. I mean, You know, I I don't know. I feel like you go through so much shit growing up and in your life and you believe that you should be only deserving of one thing, you know, and then something else sort of rolls around as life has a funny way of working and throws you this curveball and it's like, holy fuck, what what am I supposed to do with this? You know? And it just... It, that just shows me that it doesn't stop here you know it might not be a good fit but it doesn't mean that this just ends here just because it it happened it could happen again i mean yeah i
0: i think you're right i just really wanna try and put effort in like nick says and at the same time i know that if i keep feeling this way it's they're, it's not going to last more than a couple months. So I just really hope these feelings go away,
1: honestly. But, yeah. Do you put a deadline on it? You know, do you? What do you mean? Because then it's like holding yourself accountable, right? Like if these feelings don't go away by it is... June, by October 31st, because I love Halloween, if these feelings do not go away, then this is what I have to do, you know, I mean, I I mean, at what point do you believe that these feelings will go away? I guess. So you can be like four years into a relationship. And... Be enjoying yourself half of the time in four years. So, I mean, that's two, like, enjoying yourself for two years, you know, like out of the four years. But
0: I don't know. You don't think, though, that it's normal for couples to kind of just become like brother and sister? cuz that's what Nick said that like after like his mom and dad have been married for 20 years and they're not hot and heavy like drooling over each other like it just mm-hmm. fades and like you just have to be happy with what you have.
1: Mhm. No, I I agree to that to a certain extent and the extent would be being comfortable enough and, and having that stability there, you know, it's not like, you, you know, this person, you know, there's, they're familiar with you, you know, like all of that stuff, you're right, eventually does fade. And I, I feel like I read somewhere like the first two years or something is like the stage of being in love at anything after that is like, you know, you're working for it. Um, but So in in like a sibling way, I'm thinking of like me and my partner. (sighs) Maybe that's a bad example.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I mean, that that is true that like the hormones or whatever wear off after a year or two, but we haven't been dating like a year or two. That's what's really concerning to me. And I don't know if it's just like I'm addicted to like that new relationship energy that like once the honeymoon period wears away – I'm out. And that's that's like an issue. That's something I need to work on. So that's why I'm like, alright, if I just get this under control, uh-huh. then eventually it'll disappear and I'll be content.
1: Okay. So if that's what you want to do, then we'll go with that. I'm here to support. Never to judge. You know, just being able to provide you the space to think freely about it. And if that's what you want to do, then I'm I'm in you know we can work towards that oops sorry
0: yeah (sighs) I don't know maybe what you said about the deadline though is true maybe I should give it until October
1: well okay (laughs) October was the thing that came into my head you know because I just I love the month of October it's my favorite month but I just i don't know i i want to be able to hold us accountable you know for what we're saying because then moves would have to be made you know but if i mean if october is too soon then that's too soon it's not you know it shouldn't happen then if you're not ready for it you know it would be a deadline that you're if that you want
0: i feel like the longer i wait though the more harm i'm doing and like torturing myself and nick I kind of like to rip the bandaid off because if I don't, then I'll stay in relationship for five years just because I feel like I don't want to hurt this person, you know? Um, So I don't know. October is his birthday month oh shit I mean it's like you know when people are like thinking of breaking up and it's like Valentine's Day is like in a week and you're like should I do it before or after Valentine's Day like which one is worse I feel like yes it sucks both ways because it's just like oh I was just waiting for your birthday to break up with you I I don't know that might not even like come to fruition but I guess it's just something that I should do you think I should talk to him about it and be like if by October.
1: <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> I have to be very careful with my words. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Because yeah. so uh, what I thought of when I said deadline is if you have a deadline, this is the stuff that would need to work like you would need to work on you know what I mean like it wouldn't be like every passing day that you have these feelings it would be like actively with Nick, you know like both of you being able to actually do something about it because if this is the deadline and you still feel like this then I you know I, I don't know how how long you would want to go you know I mean but I feel like it would like like I said holding accountable this is this, the steps that you need to take if you you know, believe that you've tried everything in these next however long, you know, not not October, but however long, you know, and it it hasn't worked, then, then a decision can be made.
0: I agree. I just, part of me is like, oh, it's just your mental illness. And then another part of me is like, if you break up with him, you're just running from your problems. So... I definitely have to think about it more, I -hmm. guess. I don't know. I don't know what else to do, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hear you, you know, you don't ever want to make an impulsive decision. No. You know, because I feel like those are never good.
0: No, I'm the queen of impulsive decisions.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Okay, so, I want to hear about in different ways that you believe things have worked out between you and Nick things in maybe some places that it's gotten better. And in some places it's been the same, maybe some places it's been worse, you know, because I would, I don't know. I I need to be able to see if all parts of your relationship are the same.
0: It's a really good question. Um, See, when you say that, the only things that come to mind is, like, what stayed the same and not improved. Like, what's improved, I guess, is I don't trust him 100%, but I trust him more. Like, I don't think that after a certain amount of time he's going to turn volatile and abusive. Like, I don't believe that. So I guess I trust him more and okay. so our communication is better and... Like we're both pretty vulnerable with each other. Um so that's definitely gotten better. Uh-huh. And then what has stayed the same is my back and forth, like uncertain, uh-huh. indecisiveness about whether or not I want to be in a relationship. Um I guess the sexual chemistry is kind of, like, not improved or worsened. I don't know. I go through phases of, like, I'm not attracted to him sexually, and then I am. I guess the confusion has stayed the same. And then what's gotten worse is just, I guess, the defensiveness on my end and the dissociation and like the numbness has kind of gotten worse
1: okay when you say numbness in, in what aspect um do you feel that that is, is it up and down you know does it happen often in one part of your life not another
0: yeah I, I guess i'll give two examples like the other day after our couple's therapy session nick was upset and he basically told me like if if you don't like want something long term then maybe this relationship isn't gonna work out for us and I was like all right that's fine like I'm cool either way like I don't care if you were to break up with me now like I would probably not even cry and that kind of bothers me like why I wouldn't feel anything either way and then Mm -hmm. another time when we had that conversation about the pictures Nick like was trying to convey to me his boundaries and how he felt. And I just felt completely numb. Like I couldn't cry even though I was upset. I was dissociating. Um, I was completely out of my body and like unable to be receptive to what he was saying. And I guess that's what I meant by numbness. And sometimes Mm -hmm. during sex too.
1: Gotcha. Okay. That's what I thought maybe you would say where that would be a more maybe common occurrence, you know? Um, With some of the stuff that's stayed the same, like back and forth indecisiveness and possibly sexual energy, if that stuff were to be bumped up and it was improved, would that be like a deciding factor for you? Or if it those got worse
0: if the sex got worse Mm -hmm.
1: yeah like the i guess the energy there if that got worse for you you know or better is that a is that a deciding factor
0: the sex got better i guess it would help not that the sex is bad. It's more so the attraction, which sounds bad because I'm attracted to him. It's, it's like an energy thing. I don't know how to describe it. Um, if it didn't improve and got worse, I think I would base it off of if I was – if I lost my sex drive altogether, if I was still attracted to other people – That would be concerning because then it's just like, I'm still attracted to other people, but I'm not, I don't want to have sex with him. That would kind of raise a flag and be like, maybe something is off here. So I guess it really depends. I mean, sex really, like Nick told me, he's like, sex isn't everything in a relationship. So even if we're not having sex, like we could still be in a relationship.
1: I remember you saying that you wanted to bring that up to him, you know, like taking it completely off the table. Were you ever able to have that conversation?
0: Mm. In you know, therapy, is
1: that what he's talking about?
0: Yeah, we kind of brought it up in like our couples session. I said maybe mm-hmm. we should take sex off the table. And I think the therapist said that might do more harm than good.
1: Okay, so what about just between you two? Was that ever discussed again?
0: Um here and there in small ways, it was never like, all right, from July first to July fourteenth we're not allowed to have sex. Uh-huh. It was kind of just like he said we could have sex whenever you want to. oh
1: hmm that's you know giving you a lot of power however (laughs) there's also that people pleasing part you know that kind of works against that
0: yeah exactly
1: you know that's actually something that you said a little bit earlier was if you weren't to have sex from july 1st to the 14th like i mean and i'm not saying to do this but it makes me think like I wonder how you would feel, you know? I mean, just because it's, at this point, it's forbidden, you know? You're not supposed to be doing this one thing if this is, like, the agreement. You know, that makes me think, like, how you would feel about it if that were to be the case, you know? If the lens are sort of shifted, you know, and it was something that you both couldn't do, is that, is there attraction to that, you know, to that, desire not being able to have something that you once can once were able to freely have I mean
0: yeah I might want to have sex more at that point just
1: knowing myself (laughs) or eat right Hmm. and but I feel like that might be like a temporary fix you know Yeah, I mean with that it would be, but then I wonder how you would feel about Nick.
0: Yeah, I don't you know? know.
1: Because there's that that's just that's one part of it, you know, like having sex is one part of it and then seeing this person and interacting with this person and knowing that you both aren't doing this one thing. You know, how does that make you see him? How does that make make him see you? I mean hmm. Weird weird things to think about, you know?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I also don't want to use sex as, like, a weapon, which I do all the time. Um, I've done that a lot of times in my relationships because it's, like, that's where I have the quote-unquote power in the relationship. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to, like, use it as a bartering tool.
1: Have you used it as a weapon with Nick?
0: Yeah, sometimes. Recently, like last week, I was not feeling any attraction whatsoever. And I was like – I said to myself, I'm like, all right, if I stop having sex with him, then maybe he'll dump me. So I was like, don't have sex with him for as long as you can, like, control yourself. (laughs) Because I think, like, subconsciously, I was trying to get him to dump me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It's, like, so messed up.
1: And if he did, you know, it's almost – that we're assuming the fact that you might not cry, you know, you might not be upset, but it very well could be so different when it actually happens.
0: Yeah. I know myself. I would probably just call my ex-boyfriend and like do something stupid just because I hate myself. (laughs) It's some sort of weird self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, Oh, I'm not going to have sex with him. So he'll dump me. Therefore I'm right that everyone doesn't love me and I can never be in a
1: happy relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, so this is going to bring me back to Nick being this person that rolls around and honestly, like, just really proving a lot of things wrong, you know, because I mean, what would happen if you were wrong about this? You know, that's also in in a way losing control.
0: That's probably why I have so much resentment against him because I'm like you're making my whole narrative feel incorrect.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So I wonder at what point do we start changing this narrative?
0: I would like to. I just really don't know how because it's so deeply woven into my self-concept.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would like to believe that points in your life, it, it, made, it all made sense, you know, like you finding this sort of rhythm to all of this, it all made sense to you, it all, you know, it either protected you, it brought you comfort, I mean, it served you purposes, you know, it, it worked for you. I'm not sure if it still does, you know, I mean, you would be able to tell me that,
0: on some
1: level, I'm sure it does. Right. And, you know, I, I I think that these, they've been so strong for so long, you know, and now that it's not really being used, like connections in your brain, you know, like the same type of connections that you use all the time end up be, becoming structural. You know, you stop using them, you, you lose them. You know, something else takes its place. And then eventually you use those and that becomes structural and that becomes something that, is is automatic you know so it's possible it's possible for it to happen I think it just takes time and a lot of work you know a lot of practice I think especially on your like good days where things are sort of aligned for you like mind body and soul if you are feeling well in in all those like parts and all those aspects then that would be the perfect time to be able to practice some of that you know
0: Definitely. Yeah. I want to work on it, honestly.
1: But I would like you to get used to the fact that you might be wrong about some of this stuff, you know, and just sitting with that, just sitting with that feeling, something that brought you comfort for so long. Yeah, and I think that's such a difficult thing to do, you know, but I think you're capable of it.
0: Okay. How are you feeling? I feel like I have to, like, really sit with that because I didn't think about that before, that that's maybe part of the reason why I have such mixed feelings about Nick is because he's going against everything I've ever experienced before, that it just feels like, who does this person think he is? mm
1: uh-huh. Turning your life upside down, making you... Double, triple think absolutely everything that you knew.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, he might be a blessing in disguise. Yeah, maybe not him as a person, but what he's bringing to the table.